0: We'd like to welcome you back to our fifth and final part of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 6, 2020. I'm going to try to get through this, and um, we're probably looking at about six and a half hours of content for today, and 37, 38-page PDF. Um, This I'm going to give you now, we talked a little bit about Ebola, and I'm going to give you my protocol and I'm not gonna go into this in depth. I've went into this before. This is something that you would really want to look at. Print out, print out the PDF, or at least this last part, which is gonna start on about page, two, probably by the time this is done, about page 26. You'll see a little disclaimer there. I have to put that out there for, you know, you know, FDA purposes type of thing. My disclaimer. And um, I give you the protocol here, recommended and updated Ebola protocol from invive Silver. 10,000 part per million is mandatory at, at minimum or 10,007 well, those are the two highest strengths of the invive mild silver protein meaning the correct protocol in a life and death situation where death is imminent within 72 hours now again this is worst case scenario life or death imminent you've, you've already got it you know type of thing which hopefully none of you will get to that point because of the preventative things you will do like not taking the vaccine like not being around other people that are Ebola infected, like protecting yourselves and using the proper hygiene type of stuff, which I have covered in previous studies. I'll cover a little bit of that today as well. Um, If you do not think you will die in 72 hours, you can take the 5,000 part per million. Some Ebola patients die within 48 hours, some die in 21 days. If you're already bleeding from any orifice then Ebola has advanced and you must use the 10,000 part per million now I'm going to give you other things to do though that will probably greatly reduce the amount of silver you would need to take. Okay? Because bleeding from every orifice there's there's vitamins and minerals that go along with that that you need. And I'm going to get into that. Uh anyway, it go it goes into it here i'm not going to get into all all of this stuff I've, I've said this stuff before the actual protocol is listed out right here um there's no need for me to really go into all the the minutia of this but it's listed here uh then i have notes selenium has been found to be almost totally depleted from the soils where ebola is prevalent in africa and has been and This has been found to be very helpful in the prevention of Ebola. So if you're selenium deficient, you're already setting yourself up for that. Okay, selenium is highly antiviral. I have um, two different seleniums. Actually, I might have three. I've got one which is from Innate. They're tablets. Let me just check real quick. Yeah, and I have a liquid selenium from a company called Trace Minerals. Oh, and I also have the other one. I have another one. So I've actually got two liquids and one tablet. Uh, I would say the liquids are as far as bang for the buck, probably the better. The one I have from um, Genestra, that's probably my most potent. I could have get that for a while. They kind of I don't know. They got backlogged on it, and then I wasn't able to actually have access to it. Yeah, the the one from um, Genestra that I've got, Selenium Liquid. It's got uh, every drop has three hundred micrograms of selenium, which is one hundred eighty-two percent of the RDA. So it's very potent. There's two hundred and thirty drops per thing, and it's only like fourteen dollars. Or one of these, so if you could only have one selenium, for most bang for the buck, this is the one you'd you'd want to probably get. Now, the thing I don't like about it, there's no other, there's no other thing like food, uh, food type of um, nutrients in there to help absorption. It's not in any kind of food. The other selenium that I've got from the trace, it's all kind of other trace minerals in there to help absorption of the selenium, but it's not near as potent. So you have to sacrifice one for the other. The selenium I have from it, from an eight, the pill tablet the same way it's in a food base but it's not near as actually potent as far as the selenium goes it's in a better more absorbable form though so there's trade-offs for all this stuff but the other liquid selenium i have the ionic one with all the trace minerals that's 15 for a two ounce bottle and um, they're all very good i've tried them all Um, and um, I, i seem to be really sensitive to selenium it's one of those supplements I can tell a difference. And then the innate is very good too. And that comes in a 90 count bottle. That's 28. So again, if you support, if you order from us, you're supporting the ministry as well. And um, that's something that you would want to have for any kind of viral, potential viral outbreak. And what it would do is it would potentially lower the amount of colloidal silver that you would need potentially greatly. Because here's the thing. If you go into this and also vitamin C is another one. Ebola eats up all your selenium and all your vitamin C. So let's say all you've got is silver. Okay, great. You go into that, you take the silver. You're going to have to take the maximum amount of silver. And here's the problem. Silver's not going to give you vitamin C. Silver's not going to give you selenium either. And if your body has totally been depleted in those things because of the Ebola virus, worst case scenario, well, it's not going to magically, silver cannot magically create selenium and vitamin C into your body. Vitamin C you have to supply from an outside source. Your body cannot create it at all. So in other words, the silver is not going to work nearly as well in that scenario because the other things that are needed to battle Ebola are not in your system. What I'm telling you is I don't think anybody else is really talking about this. You know, they recommend, oh, take your 20 part per million colloidal silver, keep it on hand. That's not going to be good enough for an Ebola outbreak, or some GMO outbreak that the government's planning. You're going to need the heavy-duty stuff you have. You can get your hands on. In my personal opinion. Um, there, I'll just give you some facts here. Ebola is a viral selenoprotein. A biosynthesis of this protein could impose an unprecedented selenium demand on the host. I'm just going to give you the high points here. Um, So selenium is something that is absolutely needed in any kind of um also it is well documented that selenium plays a significant role in the regulation of blood clotting via its effects on the thromboxin, prostaglandin ratio that affects the complement system what did that mean that means if you're bleeding out of every orifice big reason for that is because your body has has had its selenium levels down to zero and you start bleeding the other thing that causes that is vitamin c which you have to have to prevent bleeding as well and have strong blood vessels. And we're going to talk about that now. The um, Envive Stil- in- the Envive Silver stops the Ebola virus. But you must put the vitamin C back in their body that the Ebola has taken away. Here is what what Ebola does that is fatal. It causes a complete removal of all vitamin C from the body and selenium as well. No one actually knows what mechanism is involved in doing this other than the malfunction that is not permanently destructive to whatever is triggered to remove all the vitamin C. And this and this doesn't mean you load your body with garbage ascorbic acid that's GMO, which is 95 plus percent of all what's available in the, gro- in the stores. Just do your ascorbic acid that we got from GMO corn and you'll be fine. No, I would not rely on that. Um, i sell three different kinds that are all in a food base and I, I will not rely on ascorbic acid all the researchers know is that vitamin c drops to zero and all the symptoms of, of ebola are consistent with a complete loss of vitamin c so again you're only strong as the weakest link in your chain you could be loaded up on silver all day long and i'm not saying that wouldn't get you to survive but wouldn't it just be better to have the vitamin c and the selenium as well And then the amount of silver you would ultimately need would be a fraction probably. Save you a ton of money (laughs) because that silver ain't cheap. I'm not the one that designed the the pricing scales, but let me tell you, you're getting more in a bottle of 5,000. It would take you hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to replicate that with 20 part per million silver that you try to get in a health food store. And in that regard, the Envive mild silver protein is the best deal I know of. And it's incredibly stable and it lasts for decades. Whereas the kind you make with the generators, it's so unstable and it'll fall out of solution, it'll flocculate and it's, it doesn't have any shelf life at all. And it's not near as potent either. Now, if that's all you had, I'm not telling you not to do it. But the people that turn gray are the ones that drink eight ounces or 16 ounces of that stuff a day. I've met them before at conferences and they, they've openly admitted and proudly admitted one lady in um wichita pastor's wife she was morbidly gray fresh out of the casket look oh i love that fresh out of the casket look i don't know about you guys but it kind of grows on me and she's like yep i'm i drink 16 or 8 ounces or 16 ounces a day i never get sick it doesn't kill you but it turns you gray (laughs) but it's still not what i would use in some type of outbreak um with regard to Ebola, the exact cytokine is called LIL-6, which which, will in, which is inhibited by 41% just alone with vitamin C. This means that from this mode of action alone, vitamin C will reduce the impact of Ebola by 40%. So if all you had was vitamin C, but understand though, this is, this is regarding the non-GMO Ebola strains. I don't know what these Franken strains, what type of garbage they got coming but i gotta believe it's worse if you combine this with the fact that vitamin c will strengthen the blood vessels as well the two ways vitamin c will work in combination to prevent death from ebola so it strengthens your blood vessels and then the selenium also has the the clotting effect so that's what will help you not bleed out of every orifice the selenium and the vitamin c okay um so taking a true natural vitamin C is a major factor in fighting off Ebola, especially considering Ebola's chief action of fatality is causing blood vessels to rupture throughout the body where you bleed out of every orifice. Vitamin C full spectrum sources with bioflavonoids from a plant source is the best way to strengthen the blood vessels. I have three. Vitamin C 400 and the C Complete Powder, both by an Innate, And then I have a Bio C Plus 1000. Oh, I also have another one, a powder from Pharmax, which That one's not in a food base, okay? But it is like, again, it's like that other selenium. It's not in a food base, but as far as bang for the buck, it's pretty, pretty tough to beat. So, my prices on those, I'll just give you it real quick. Uh, On the innate products, which are in a food base, my C Complete powder is 31, a little canister. There's 30 servings in there. And then the C400, which is 180 tablets from innate, is 73. It's expensive. Innate products are are expensive but they're very good um and then the bio c1000 i have from biotics which is pretty good as far as bang for the buck kind of a happy medium um that's 27 for 100 tablets and you're getting a thousand milligrams of vitamin c it's not ascorbic acid and then i have the last one from pharmax is the vitamin c powder 8.8 ounces and that's 31 granted that's not in a food base uh but it is it's not ascorbic acid either trust me i wish i had my own product line and i I could just make the ideal products but i don't have time to get into that but that one i'm looking at a canister of this it's magnesium ascorbate vitamin c and then it also has some magnesium with it and each scoop has 800 milligrams of vitamin c which is good and there's 250 servings in this thing it's only 31 bucks so those are my four options there you know Uh, i kind of have a little bit for everybody if you're on a budget that's the one to go with the last one i said there okay so um we have that and again whether you get your vitamin c your selenium or whatever you know Just make sure you have some and make sure it's not GMO ascorbic acid. And if it just says ascorbic acid on there, you know it's GMO. You know it is. So that is not what I would have on hand. Um, And just more about this. uh, Selenium deficiency is behind Ebola. Zaire, the country where Ebola and HIV one viruses first appeared of course they gave them the hiv from the vaccines probably gave Ebola from the vaccines too as we're seeing maybe a viral hot zone because of low selenium levels in the soil well that doesn't help anything for sure and widespread selenium deficiencies among people living off the land okay so there's a lot of correlation there selenium prevents a number of retroviruses like HIV, Coxsackie, Ebola, Marburg, and flu viruses from replicating in the host cell. That's just what selenium does. Selenium was currently the most realistic hope for those infected with HIV in a world, impoverished, in a world of impoverished nations. Uh, it slows the progression from HIV to AIDS. It doesn't kill everything, but it slows it down for any kind of viral case. Now, here's my teaching I did on colloidal silver, mild silver protein, its history. You can click on that. Here's my presentation on avian bird flu. What to expect, how to prepare. I think this is my most, I think that's my most current one. And then my my presentation, avian flu killer of millions. And then my teaching I did, Dr. Johnson's preparedness survival pandemic teachings. Okay. These are all links there. They're highlighted in yellow, probably going to be on page about, I don't know, 29. Also, uh, bleach is a friend in the Ebola fight as for, you can get a pressure washer sprayer they're using if they're using 5.25 household bleach at a rate of a 1 to 10 ratio of one one part bleach 10 part water for 10 minutes of exposure that would effectively kill the virus these are different ways that you can make a bleach water blend to to kill the virus okay if you had surfaces that you suspected were contaminated with the ebola okay now i'm only covered i'm just touching on that today all right, let's go further. The United Nations role in the Ebola plot is coming into clear focus. For the world New World Order to become the sole rule and authority, it is critical that the United States government is collapsed. The deep state is trying to start brush fires through gun confiscation efforts, i.e. drones and roadblocks. However, a total destabilizing agent must be employed, and the most effective is a bioagent. Ebola is taking shape as that bioagent. Remember, a bio attack is the most debilitating agent that would decimate a country short of nuclear attack, which would destroy a country, which is not really the goal. They, don't really, they probably don't want to destroy, in other words, the infrastructure, the buildings, because then they would just have to rebuild. Okay. Current CDC policies are simply expanding the power of medical martial law. And when one examines the fine points, it's a license to remove undesirables and deplorables and political opponents from society, and they can do so under the guise of, quote, protecting the public. This is where America will truly learn the finer points of FM 39.4, i.e. the FEMA camps, as the issue of medical martial law was decided under the Obama administration. The deep state plan is simple. Create chaos from gun confiscation efforts conducted in the blue states and then destabilize the country through a bio-attack. Okay, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about all these things. Following a bio what if you had World War III going on at the same time? <laughs> Maximum or out of chaos. Following a bio this article will make it clear the UN will be ready to assume control. A civil war is the most likely outcome, and that is if the bio can can be contained. From the Common Sense Show, does anyone think that it's very strange that the UN is taking over the Mexican, over the training for the newly formed Mexican National Guard? which is replacing the Mexican government's federales. In a, on April 9th of 2019, the Washington Post story um, said that the, the WAPO thinks that it is clearly, that it is an endeavor is perfectly fine and that the ultimate intention is to flood the United States with a crippling blow with a number of incoming immigrants so that um, the great, so that great So great that America will never recover. The United Nations claims that it is taking over human rights training for a domestic military force. This is double talk to cover the fact that the UN is is taking over Mexican law enforcement. And why would the United Nations be interested in taking over Mexican law enforcement? I can give you 160 million reasons on why. The UN is taking over this training role because the UN has set the number of illegal aliens designed to enter the U- United States in the next two years at 160 million new uninvited guests for dinner. So they want to flood us even more, and and Trump's going to let it happen, just like he has been. But he'll he'll flail his arm. Low, oh no, we're building the wall, building the wall. Yeah, yeah. All, the only wall that's really been replaced up to this point is a replacement wall and i just saw fc videos all over there of these of these mexicans going over the newly built wall that trump says you can't get over they're able to scale it in like 20 seconds so not everybody could do that but you know anyway Uh, with 160 million more uninvited guests that's a lot of disease that can cross the southern southern border let's take another look at the organizational structure of the soon-to-be medical isolation camps here are the member agencies as listed by the human health services the ebola ebola detainment camp centers or fema camps have no real medical facilities look at the participating partners in the hospital detainment centers in the efs 8 document now he lists all the documents i eliminated a lot of that because i'm trying to get through this but I give you the link below if you want to see the whole sh- shebang there. And it's he's got it all laid out. This list is very revealing as to the intended purposes of the camps. Um, supporting agencies, Department of Agriculture, Commerce, Defense, Energy, Homeland Security, Department of Interior, Justice, Labor, State, Transportation, Veterans Affairs, environmental protection agency general services administration u.s agency for international development u.s postal service american red cross so in all of these facilities that we just listed where are the medical treatment facilities shouldn't a medical containment center have medical organizations that are participating sometimes it's not what a person says that that is important it's what they do not say in the above list of ebola detainment centers i don't see the cdc or the national institutes of national institute of health even listed nor do i see any legitimate medical organizations i don't see the presence of any volunteer medical organizations such as doctors without borders does anyone else find it disturbing that the transport of very sick people will be conducted and the endpoint is devoid of any medical treatment organizations or facilities these camps in other words are death camps they're your final destination where all the ebola infected that got the vaccines or unlucky enough to catch it from somebody that got vaccinated through viral shedding, will end up if you go into their clutches. The most disturbing thing is that these camps will be death camps for the relatively healthy people as well. If you're a person who is unlikely enough unlucky enough to be discovered to have asthma or merely be temporarily suffering from congestion in one lung in one's lungs or allergies or simply a cold you could find yourself on one of the federally pew approved ambulance services bus train plane and headed to your final destination also what if you're on one of their lists and you're as fit as a fiddle and they're like oh nope sorry you're you're counting you're gonna have to come with us under the guise of the ebola thing and it's your word against theirs and and they've got the they've got the buses right there and they'll you know they'll shackle you and put you on the bus because you're on one of the lists so again i know this sounds like whatever i'm just telling you this is what they've been planning for years god's bigger than all of this but i'm telling you this is what they've been planning what i've been screaming about and warning about for over probably 20 years now really and those mexican national guard soldiers being trained by the u.n for humanitarian reasons would make excellent blue helmet guards at these disguised fema camps the dots are all connecting next report the federal government is ramping up its ebola propaganda campaign once again with a new announcement that the centers for disease control and prevention are about a newly released ebola rapid diagnostics test now which just so happens to coincide with the release of the new Food and Drug Administration FDA-approved Ebola vaccine. So they got the new whiz-bang Ebola test and the new whiz-bang GMO Ebola vaccine, which is probably going to turn you into a stinking zombie. think I am legend. Um, And the Ebola vaccine, the agency claims this Ebola vaccine has 100% effectiveness rate. Well, sure it's going to say that. Satan always lies. Always. Just three days before this new Ebola vaccine was publicly announced, the CDC just issued a health advisory urging healthcare providers that are interested in testing for the Ebola virus in ill-returning travelers to, quote, isolate the patient and contact their state and local public health authorities for further instructions, which, of course, will include recommendations that the suspected Ebola patients be injected with the Ebola vaccines. Of course it will. And wouldn't you know it, but the FDA is waiting in the wings with its brand new spanking new Ebola vaccine that is now urging these same healthcare providers to administer to their patients for public safety purposes. The CDC is available to provide consultation, technical assistance, and confirmatory testing is necessary. This agency further announced that it now plans to tag team with the fda in ushering in awareness meaning they want to induce panic about the alleged threat of an ebola pandemic you can expect that in the near future in the days and times ahead the federal government has been bringing in potentially ebola infected refugees from the congo and dispersing them throughout the country but there's nothing there's nothing to see here folks at all you know you're fine it's, it's in our view that this is being done in synchronization as part of a coordinated disinformation campaign. The federal government appears to be intentionally creating the conditions necessary for a future Ebola outbreak or a series of outbreaks to occur. And it is now conveniently has all the solutions ready and waiting, including diagnostic tests and Ebola vaccines. Satan's been he wants to be very good to us and he's prepping all this stuff for humanity because satan loves us all so much deep down in your heart we know that right come on the ultimate goal here seems to be to create a major public health crisis in order to push mass vaccinations with these new fda-approved ebola vaccines the contents and the side effects which are currently unknown we've just covered that after all our own government was caught back in the summer importing migrants from the congo in into the country via texas and sending them into the four corners of america And the general public was never none the wiser. But these so-called solutions are flawed at best, seeing how the CDC itself openly admits that this new rapid diagnostic test for Ebola isn't necessarily very accurate. (laughs) That's good. Known as the Aura Quick Ebola Rapid Antigen Test, this test, quote, may result in false positive results. (laughs) How convenient for Satan and the New World Order. The the CDC has admitted this, though the agency is still pushing it. Of course, because they don't care about any of that. They just want you dead. That's all. That's all they care about. And then we have this whooping cough outbreak sweeps through Texas school with 100% vaccination rate, proving vaccines don't work yet again. A Texas school that touts 100% vaccination rate has been forced to close its doors and send students home after a whooping cough outbreak swept through the school, infecting students who are already vaccinated the incident proves yet again the vaccines don't work as advertised and the infectious disease outbreaks very often occur among children who are vaccinated. This simple, stunning realization contradicts all the false premises, fake science, and malicious propaganda of the vaccine industry, which absurdly insists insists that all vaccines work all the time and that no children are ever harmed by vaccines. Uh, Green Med Health reports on December 4th, St. Teresa Catholic School Memorial Park r- reported its first case. I mean, Aren't the Catholics against abortion? Well, so many, I mean, 26 of the vaccines out there are cultured off aborted babies. But evidently, the Catholics don't have a problem with that. You know, so I, I, it's fine. Um, St. Teresa Catholic School Memorial Park reported its first case to the Texas Department of Health State Health Services. Since then, the outbreak has continued to escalate and not because of the abuse of religious and medical exemptions of the so-called anti-vaxxer parents. According to Fox News, the school vaccination rate was 100%. A bunch of good little Catholic Nazis there. Roll up your sleeve, take your vaccines, and don't ever, ever, ever doubt Big Brother government. Officials within the Archdiocese of Galveston in Houston said the 100% of the students who attended St. Teresa Catholic School are vaccinated against the illness. Yet, they have an absolute little uh, epidemic going on there of whooping cough. All of them 100% vaccinated against whooping cough. <laughs> nothing to see here here's another one how to stop an anti-vaxxer this is a mock md training video now this is kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of video there's a little bit of language in here um but i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and play this it's pretty short here
1: let's review So
0: so you have a guy there who's acting like he's an md teaching other mds and this is the center for vaccine hesitancy research center um and again, it's a mock thing. And I think uh yeah Del tree put this out. But it, and it's only like four minutes, but it's it's amazing kind of what it covers in this four minute period.
1: Questioning safety vaccines. All we have to do is aim. All right, let's do this together now. Announce, announce inquire, inquire mirror secure.
0: Okay, announce, inquire, mirror secure. So this is when you have somebody that's a vaccine skeptic, this is what the the, the MDs are taught to do. AIM, AIMS, um, and, and they're announcing this, and they're gonna point out each point, point by point, and demonstrate it to you.
1: You guys got it. Almost as easy as a vaccine final in med school. What final? <laughs> yeah.
0: Because MDs are not taught about, about vaccines at all. They're not, they're not taught about the ingredients. They're not. Ta- they're just told, be a good little MD Nazi and vaccines are, are here. We're not going to teach you anything about them. We're not going to tell you what's in them. You just be a good little Nazi and you promote and you push these things for the satanic agenda that the medical farmer cartel are serving. <laughs>
1: That's good. All right. So who wants to kick the tires on this approach? <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Bob, great. Come on up. Hey Bob. Okay, Bob. We've got Jennifer here. Come on in, Jennifer. 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 Okay, so
0: Bob is is the is the MD, and Jennifer is the lady with the baby. She comes in. She's got like a fake baby in her arms, and they're going to have this mock scenario of Bob trying to convince Jennifer that vaccines are safe.
1: Had a baby, and she's pretty hesitant about vaccines. Um. <laughs> All right, listen. I want a good, clean fight here. No hair pulling. No spitting. No kicking. No derogatory terms. Jennifer, are you ready? Bob, are you ready? Yep. All right, touch gloves. Come on, Bob, Mm -hmm. announce. Announce your position on vaccination with authority. I announce that vaccines are the greatest thing in the 20th century. Good, Bob.
2: Okay, so what's in them? What do you mean? The CDC schedule says my baby's supposed to get six vaccines today, Hep B, Polio, Hib, DTAP, pneumococcal, and rotavirus. I need to know what's in them. All of them? Yes, all of them.
1: But I don't know what's in them. None of us do. Don't worry about it. Ames, inquire. May I inquire why you would like to know what the ingredients are?
2: Because if my baby's allergic to one of the ingredients, I need to know.
1: I don't know what to do. M, mirror. Mirror it back. Okay, so you are concerned that I don't know the ingredients in the vaccines that we're going to be giving your baby today.
2: Damn right I am. Vaccinating is what you've been doing for, what, 20 years? You don't know the ingredients? So what? I can go into any restaurant in the state and the server could tell me every ingredient of every dish on the menu of like 50 things. And that person probably didn't even go to college. And you went to medical school for eight years and you can't tell me one ingredient in these six vaccines? Right. The product is
1: safe. That's what I know. That's all that matters.
2: Safe? And And effective! Did you know that vaccines have never been through a double-blind inert placebo study, which is the gold standard to determine the safety of a pharmaceutical product? Is that true? Yeah,
1: it's true. Stick with the plan. Ames M. Mirror back. So it concerns you that the vaccines have never been through a placebo study? Doesn't it concern you? Vaccines have made our children healthier, and that's what matters. Good <laughs> job, Right.
2: Healthier? Are you nuts? This is the sickest generation of kids America has ever seen. We have skyrocketing rates of chronic illness, childhood cancer, ADD, ADHD, autism, diabetes. Okay, okay, okay. What is your point? My point is that in the 1980s, our kids got 11 vaccines and chronic illness was at 12.8%. Now, our kids get 53 vaccines and chronic illness is at 54. It's actually
0: up to 72.
2: percent. More than half of all of our kids have a permanent neurological disorder or autoimmune disease. And you're telling me they're healthier? At least they're not dying. Are you kidding me? We have more babies die on the first day of life than every other industrialized nation combined. And American kids are more likely to die their first year of life
0: than the world. And again, what do they get on their first day of life? They get all these vaccines like Hep B, which you only get Hep B from intravenous drug use or sexual contact. But it's, it's essential. You get this really toxic, evil vaccine into the baby as soon as possible to defile the baby and the baby's genetic code
2: richest nations and where where were 500 reported deaths from vaccines last year where
1: do you get that number
2: from VAERS the vaccine adverse events reporting system it's the government reporting system
1: you're losing her bob (laughs) mirror bob mirror so you're concerned about 500 deaths a year from vaccines
2: hell yes and that's not the worst of it Harvard Medical School audited VARES and they found that less than 1% of injuries are reported to VARES. If Harvard Medical School is right, that means there could be as many as 50,000 deaths last year from vaccines. If that
1: was the case, they'd be suing the hell out of the vaccine manufacturers!
2: You can't sue, you idiot! The government took away liability in 1986. It's called the 1986 Vaccine Injury Compensation Act.
0: Okay, I gotta stop it there because he starts cussing at her now. Because <laughs> he's getting... Now, right, this is mock, but he's showing how the... the fuss, probably this is what you would run into if you did this to an MD, you know? So, but again, it just shows the insanity of what we're dealing with here. Just one facet of the insanity. Um, longtime listener Patricia, who... Um, she says i'm confirming that we're having a lot of influenza b coming into the laboratory at front royal virginia also i noticed already these people come to the er they're really sick as in sick enough that they have labs reflecting that they are sick i am shocked in my first week of work just how many things i'm seeing in the labs at this tiny hospital that she's in so a lot of this stuff is ramping up because of the vaccines the flu shots and things of this nature and um because they oh, the vaccines always spread whatever you're getting them you know you're getting the injection for now we're done here what i did at the end here is i i reposted the natural remedies for colds flus viruses in the immune system um the products that i carry how calcium plays a vital role in our immune system um and other responses there having a good multivitamin and that is is also something that you would want to do we talk a little bit more about the colloidal silver my cold and flu protocols of the Envibe silver Protein, the vitamin C's that we talked about, the vitamin D3 products that I carry for children as well, um, and calcium products, the selenium, zinc. We're, we talk, I talk all about that. And then the best one I have for the lungs is Numazyme. It's an all-in-one shotgun product for any kind of lung issue. Then I also give you at the end here all the different protocols of the mild silver protein and the, in the dosages and how you take it and what part per million you, you need for lung infections, sinus infections, inner ear infections, um, proactive measures in case of a pandemic. Now I already gave you the, the one for Ebola. This is more of just a, well, this, honestly the Ebola one's probably more aggressive than even these guidelines, but this is just a general pandemic guidelines and how much silver and in vibe silver dosing chart for children and babies. Um, and um that's it that's all we got so um god bless you and lord willing we will see you a lot to pray about we will see you though in in the next audio study